Welcome back to another episode of the Arlac Podcast. In the last testimony podcast that we did in regards to the New Age, uh, the last episode we did, we had my sister on, Hannah, and so we kind of just covered like part one of the testimony, and there is some some things that we went through. So like we said in the last one when we got to it, or you know, when we would get to the next one that we're doing right now, we said we would touch on more things, and Hannah was going to touch on more things of what, how, because kind of in the last one it was about how, what led you to go in the new age, how you got into the new age, how you got out of the new age, kind of what new age was, what it is, and we can still touch on a couple of those things too. Um, but now, from the last episode, from that, you had gone to Minnesota, left the area, left uh, Houghton. And then you uh, kind of, you're running away from it. So maybe we can pick off there. <laughs> so, sure, sure. So we can pick up, pick off there from, from where we were in, in the last, I know it's been a few months and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's but okay. But we said we'd do a different, another episode and we're doing that today. Yeah. So going back to the, yeah, going back to where we were in the last, in the last section, the last episode. So what happened after, or unless you can touch on something else too. So what happened sure. after, so you, you go back to Minnesota, then what? Like <laughs> what, what was it like after you realized about new age and you realized, what was that like? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think, I believe I had mentioned in the last, last episode, um, that I, I didn't really understand fully the depths of why what I was doing was new age and demonic. I just understood that something was off, something was wrong with it, and I need to be done with it. <laughs> and so at that time, I think just a mix of trials and things I was going through and just trying to figure out, well, obviously I'd pursued new age, whether I'd, I didn't realize it at the time, but I'd been pursuing the route of emotion code and muscle testing and acupuncture and all these new age techniques because I was looking for answers, not just for my health, but deep down, it was the it was the issues of the heart. Those were right. the answers, whether I didn't realize at the time, but um, that's what I was seeking. And so now I had <laughs> thought that I had gotten the answers finally through these new age modalities and come to find out once again, it fell short. Once again, I was still empty. I was actually more lost than I'd ever been in my life. And at that time, I felt like I was at the bottom of, bottom of the barrel. Mm. And my reaction at that time because I again I didn't know to fall on the on that rock that is Christ I didn't know he was he was who I needed more that than anything in, else in the future you realized it was in that. the future I realized and so at that time though by God's grace looking back it's so neat to see his hand I was feeling conviction but I didn't know what that was I didn't know that the spirit was prodding I didn't know that the Lord was sending <laughs> ultimately his he was sending his holy angels to minister he was putting people into my life to, to encourage me and guide me to be like something's off with this even though I didn't understand what that was and so I didn't know what to do next and really I just wanted to run away not only from the the shame of not having that business anymore kind of just like being done with that and not telling any of my clients um, to also just not wanting to face I think the things the things of life that I was struggling with and, and um, I had a lot of at that time, too, in, in that season, I was also having a lot of my friends had already uh, moved on in marriage. 
they were married, they were having kids, and I was so excited. But I was kind of in this stage of life that I didn't know. I didn't really know what to do or where I was at. And so um, I ended up making the decision to go to Minnesota. And I had a lot of, we have a lot of family there. Yeah. So that was also why it was an easier decision um, because at least I had that more, comfort of. There's more <laughs> support. Yeah. Even if you something never lived happened. there, there's still yeah. family. Something comfortable. Something. Yeah. yeah something. And also we had a church. Um, the church I was born and raised in, we had yeah. a main congregation in Minnesota too. Um, and then also the open door via, you know, some friends um, and people from our church that opened up for the summer. So it was a perfect opportunity. I never moved away from home, never thought I would move away from home. I had a big fear of that. Um, but then also I thought, okay, just for the summer. So, but long story short is, yeah, I made the choice just out of had to really, it felt like I just need to run away. Like fleeing the scene almost. Like fleeing like it. Like you just wanted to get away from it. Couldn't explain it. Didn't really want to face it. Didn't know what to do. So with all those extra words, I, I simply fleed. And so by God's grace though, I don't remember the time period, but I, I did end up being in Minnesota for almost two years. I think about a year and a half, maybe a little, a little over. But in that time, in the, in the few months when I first got there, I went back to Hannah Mode. Rather than facing facing Hannah Mode, and I, I can't just say Hannah Mode, but I think this is a common thing for what, a lot of people. What do you mean by Hannah Mode? <laughs> just <laughs> like dis, like distraction. Distraction, and not only distraction, but just like not wanting to face it. Fear of what? What did we used to call it at that time? FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, mm. I was a go 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 go, and even though I I definitely needed my time away, especially at times like that, especially when I was in Minnesota, it was like fun thankfully it was clean fun overall um but it was just like go to work and then go after work go with friends or play volleyball or like constantly go 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 and then you'd come home and then you go to you know go do your routine do the next thing again and then on the weekends it was just friends and friends you know and so a lot of fun but never any downtime never any time to really ponder the things that i need to actually think about no so basically no alone like no (laughs) No alone time time. right yeah enough to think things through yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i don't i've told this story many times before and so i apologize maybe you can remind me if i did talk about it last time about me visiting home and talking with you yeah well yeah so when you got to minnesota there's a few times that you know you would there but you would come up for the weekends and we'd talk on the phone me and you yeah we'd talk on the phone and then you'd come up during the weekends and then we'd talk then too okay do did i tell you say that about i just don't want to take up too much time i can't remember if i think I'll, maybe I'll, be touched on it maybe okay, a little bit okay. yeah it's maybe crazy we how did. fast time goes like already yeah. i feel like i probably that's, already talked for like five minutes and oh, i don't even that's realize okay. but <laughs> that's totally fine um but so i think we touched on it just a little, little bit. bit okay yeah. well real quick yeah by god's grace i i like i said just going going to church there you know in, in the different yeah. congregation which was the same you're as living my other, with how many girls five other girls so six of apartment. us and that was a pretty typical right because yeah. we have a big congregation also you just and I, all those girls were easy to get along with and thankfully and just just for people who don't know um we grew up in the first apostolic lutheran church so there's congregations mainly in michigan and minnesota elsewhere as well but those are the main states like the small there's some the, smaller ones out there everywhere yeah. yeah but yeah so when she so from our congregation the congregation that we were from you know girls from the church basically yeah yeah we were so, one of the blessing was a big big yeah, community big right. community and so it was yep. easy to get a i was somebody also that could get along with a lot of a lot right. of people um right. and so i'm i'm 
But yeah, I just want to say that before you moved on. But. Yeah, yeah. And so I was thankful, though I didn't know all of them very well. I knew some of them, and they were all really easy. I had a, a cousin and, um, yeah, people that were I had known in my life, and they were really, yeah. really sweet girls. So I was thankful I got the opportunity mm-hmm. to get to be get to live with them. But yeah, during that time, as much as I wanted to run away from home and the things of home, I also <laughs> missed home a ton, and especially my family and um and so I was traveling home a lot. So imagine, I was so busy. I was so busy. And then on top of it, I had friends getting married. So I was doing bridal showers. I was flying downstate. I was doing this. I mean, I was constantly go, go, go. But in, and if I wasn't having a bridal party or a, a baby shower to go to, I was driving up seven hours, six and a half, seven hours to Michigan every, yeah. I was up here almost every week. And if I didn't, if I wasn't downstate lower yeah, Michigan, I saw you, we saw you a lot, yeah. which we're thankful for. We're thankful. And it was during those times, not only did I have long car rides, but also Austin, I had gotten to see over the last so many months, um, I'd gotten to see the Lord start working in Austin's heart. And so that was, I, because I'm nervous and also a little bit, I'm, I'm a more emotional type of gal, might cry, but, but either way, because it's just amazing, um, to think I can feel them coming on. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I just, I praise God that, uh, I was going through my own stuff, but I thought Austin just needs to get more plugged into the church. And, and I was, I was more open by God's grace to, um, certain things that maybe others struggled with. I can't speak for them, but it, speaking for, you know, in being in the church we were born and raised in, but Austin was starting to read the Bible. And, um, well, I had seen that he was struggling. I knew that you were struggling with things. He, he had been struggling. Um, maybe not other people knew, but I knew being your sister and I worried yeah. about you because I in, I you're in, my little brother. I internalized things a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but you're starting to get, you know, outwardly you're trying to rebel in ways, but then you also start to, you know, more depressed, more down. And I just wanted yeah. you to, I just wanted, I was trying, I wanted to try and help, but I started to see changes. And especially when I was away from him, I think I saw the changes even more, even if it was weekly, cause I'd travel home. I started mm-hmm. to see that God was working in Austin and I could see that that depressed, struggling kid before was, there was something different about him. And little did I know until a little later that it was because he had been reading the Bible. He was seeking, seeking to know the Lord. He was, I don't know if you'd consider yourself, not that it needs to be born again at that time yet, but you were, you're wanting to post scripture. You're wanting to talk about Jesus. You're wanting to learn of him. I would say God, I wasn't born again, but God was working working in my heart. heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I was seeing those changes. And so in that, the Lord used... Um, I had a lot of, me and Austin would have a lot of heart to hearts and a lot of the things that maybe, yeah, just more than anything, I got to see the changes over, not just like a, uh, it was overall a short amount of time, but over those months I lived at Minnesota and was coming back, I got to see, and then it gave me the opportunity to, you know, ask him questions. And then I don't remember all the details, but I do remember at some point, being brought to my, it was amazing thinking back. So again, I mind you, I was living in an apartment, a decent sized apartment for six girls. Um, and, but I shared a bedroom with somebody. So we had three bedroom. We all shared a room and usually it was very pretty busy for the most part yeah. because there's six girls coming and going. But there was one afternoon, either I had the, the afternoon off of work maybe, or else just for some reason when I got home from work, um, I had, well, actually real quick before I say this is that so going back to the new age, I was still worrying. I still wasn't sure about the new age because I was still seeing practitioners that did muscle testing. I was still seeing people for acupuncture. I was still seeing 
people that I, and I was unsure of it. And I was like, is this the same stuff? I just didn't know. But I had a lot of questions and I was really starting to wonder. And in my spare time that I had, I was starting to see scriptures on Pinterest. I was a big Pinterest person. Mm. So the Lord was starting to, even if they weren't necessarily fully correct, the Lord was starting to use those scriptures like, like, like qu- quotes like and quotes. like christian quotes christian and stuff quotes like, yeah or or scripture yeah. yeah and he used like marriage like there was this couple that i really admired because of the and but their marriage was based on the lord and so i'd ordered their book and so mm. the god was marriage was a big i was i was wanting to um learn what a healthy marriage would look like it was something yeah. i really was i would just want to know what does a healthy godly marriage look like with god right. at the center right and so god was using that Though I wasn't in the scriptures yet, but, and then this picture, picture, Pinterest quotes, I was all of a sudden, of course, once you start clicking on them, then your feed naturally starts bringing mm -hmm. those up. And so I was seeing that kind of stuff. Um, And I believe some new age, I would think some new age, but I don't know for sure. But then uh, there was one time, and I don't know where the cycle, but there was one, one time Oh, I'm totally missing. Oh, praise the Lord. This is coming to mind. Sorry. Sorry for if this is hard to follow at all. Um, But yes, that's what it was. It makes it missing a huge part, a huge part. So either way, over those months of me traveling back, there was one time. So that was in like early summer I went and come January. What year? uh, I don't remember. 2017? Maybe 2017. 2017, 2018? I think 2017. Or 2018 even, maybe. Yeah, because business was... Yeah, so I think 2017 is when I went out to Minnesota. I think 2018 is when I moved home. Okay. Um, But it was at the beginning of summer. Well, January came around. And I was... I carpooled with my roommate. She was from up here. And we were... We had been up here for a long weekend. And I went... um, So hopefully, hopefully you guys can follow so far. Um, (laughs) We were five. So it's in winter. And mind you, we get snow covered roads. Thankfully, it's pretty clear, but the roads were icy that day. We were five minutes out of town heading. So from Houghton. um, So you're coming back one day from Houghton to go back to Minnesota. To head back to Minnesota. So from Michigan to Minnesota. Yeah. And five minutes out, we're on the main, our quote unquote, our highway. We're on the main highway and it's a two lane and we see that a guy lost control and he's heading towards our way. So we either had a lane of tra- traffic in the left or the snowbank to the right. The last thing I remember was my my uh, roommate, who was the driver, said, turn right. Or no, what should I do, Hannah? I think she said something like, what do I do? And I just said, go right, like into the snowbank. Yeah. And then we woke up. And so wow. we, by God's grace, we were totally fine. We both walked out of there. My roommate was shook up, and I think I think the Lord allowed it. Looking back, he allowed it. I was calm and composed, and she was more shook up at that time, but I think that's how the Lord allowed it. Nothing wrong with how she reacted nor how I react, just because um, to to try and just help us just, okay, what do we do from here? And, and, and thankfully, just like, in, in the adrenaline. Too. We're in the adrenaline. Adren- adrenaline exactly. and shock, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what just happened? And so she was thankfully, okay, her, the, the, um, steering wheel was and kind of front was more so she was kind of more jammed in the airbags went yep the airbags yeah. went off and she was more jammed in and so i think that was more the panicky thing like were her yeah. legs okay like everything okay right. and it was a super cold day so we had even us being outside if it would have been any farther like if we would have been even two hours when it was more when there's nobody else around we could have wow. possibly gotten even frostbite or anything like that out in the condition. So God right. even allowed it to happen so close to town. My dad was able to get there in like five minutes. 
less than probably like everything just fell into place we were all okay even though our car was totaled we were we walked away okay you know outside yeah. of shock and well, you know thank God. having needing some a few things didn't need to go in the emergency room and the other guy was okay too yeah um and being in the up there's so many kind people to help just like that um there's so many people that are like right away there to help us yeah so by god's grace i got to stay home then for, for two weeks I laughed because I was in so much adrenaline mode. Literally, I got home. My dad dropped me off, got home, went in my mom's bed. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Just totally adrenaline, right? Yeah, Called my boss you're, in Minnesota. You're still on a high. On a high. Yeah. I have no idea. Really, until, shock hasn't hit in. Until the, the, the repercussion of yeah doesn't set in yet. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, the results of what actually happened yeah, doesn't set in doesn't for a little bit. Doesn't set in yeah. for a little bit, yeah. And so... I called my boss and was like, oh, yeah, just casually, like, I got in a car accident. He's like, are you okay? You know, but I'm just in so much shock. But, um, and I could t- say so much looking back of God's hand in that. But by God's grace, in my busyness, I two weeks now back at home. I didn't go. I wasn't, I stayed in Michigan for two weeks. And during that time, I recovered. I was sleeping a lot. I remember I had a panic attack at one point. Mm. Um, and I did go and get some, some body work and um, done. And... But I also had time in that rest at when I wasn't sleeping. I started journaling and I started really, they were prayer, journals of prayers to God. And I had never done that before. I wasn't reading the Bible yet, but I had never done those things before. And um, it was soon after. And again, I don't remember if it was a week or a few days, but yeah. then once I did head back to Minnesota, I remember that there was a clear change. I knew I, I had assurance though. So, that or I didn't have assurance and I knew that what if I did it was those questions of what if I did die I knew that I wasn't right with the Lord it was heart pondering those deep yeah wow I knew I wasn't right with him and the first thing was the new age those were the first things I wasn't thinking about a lot of other well sure some other things but like the main thing that I knew even though I didn't fully understand was the new age stuff and so Again, I don't remember how many days or weeks, but there was at one point getting back to where I where I was going to start or where I was um, going to continue before I, I said this was there was one time I came home after work and nobody was home. And so not even my my um, bedroom roommate. Back in Minnesota. Back in Minnesota. So this was once yeah. once after, after two weeks that. of home yeah. of co- recovery overall, you know, feeling good yep. enough to go back to work, be back in Minnesota. And, and I got driven there because obviously I... I, uh, my car was in Minnesota. And so I, um, at, at, I don't even know how I knew to do this. It was by God's grace. I found myself all of a sudden on my knees in prayer. Nobody was home in the closet in tears, in a puddle, mm-hmm. calling out to the Lord. And it was like all this unforgiveness that I'd been held in my heart towards I remember the my, one specific friend that was in my past from high school. I hadn't, I'd said I'd forgiven her, but I, the unforgiveness, Lord, was convict me of the unforgiveness I had in my heart wow. towards my parents, towards people in my life that just, just everybody, any, anybody that just, it was coming off and all the guilt I felt in, in the new way, like the things, though I didn't fully understand, just all this stuff was just, I was bawling, <laughs> bawling and on my knees I didn't even know to you know like I didn't even know I could go to God in prayer like that but there I was right. praying and um 
and it was like lift, weight was just getting lifted off my shoulders just these these things of the heart that i had been holding on to um guilt and burdens that i'd been holding on to were just just lifting and flowing out yeah just wow. it was just it was just absolutely amazing and um from that point forward instead of i'd come home from work instead of going out i'd stay home and read the bible mm. started reading the bible started journaling what the bible was saying and i will never forget um, it's still to this day my it's got to be my favorite verses but like it, how the lord does he, we probably all can testify to this how certain verses would just pop out as if they're just for me oh yeah like as if that's, I, how, the, that's how he does it it's like, amazing and this is again this is my first time reading the bible truly re- i'd opened it a few times before but truly reading the gospels and um and the, i will never uh, many just reading the gospels but my <laughs> and um, well, before I go to my favorite, this is the one that scared me. I actually got scared when I read this, and it's Matthew 7. Um, Matthew seven twenty one through 23. And it's still today a very sobering, very convicting mm-hmm. scripture. Uh, Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Now, I didn't understand (laughs) really that, but it convicted me and scared me because I Mm. saw the work that I was doing. Though I never was like, "This, this work is of me or Hannah, Hannah. I didn't think of it in that way. At the same time, it was I was associating with casting out demons, because with the new age and body, new oh age yeah, correla- stuff, yeah, it I correlates. See what you mean. Yeah, in the sense of you're, you're healing people in a way, like you're you're helping them with their past. Yes, your, their past skeletons and demons, if you will. You're, the deeper you get into yeah. it, they're more open to be, right. especially the body code, which I didn't do fully. Started at the end. It's oh, would wow. get more into the the yeah. spiritual demon. Like it'd get into that kind of more openly call it that. So that's a great verse for the wow. And so I, even though I didn't associate that I was casting out, you know, devils or demons, I, I right away I had that the connection. I was scared. That scared me. Um, but, but so praise God though, and it's still today, this day, it's a very sobering in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, you know, examining your heart for any of us, you know, and now understanding what iniquity is. I, you know, it's known sin doing something that you know lawlessness lawlessness you know is wrong wrong in the lord's eyes but yet you continue in it um but my favorite i remember when these verses just absolutely jumped off the pages and i don't know how we're doing time wise just give me a let me know how we're doing but um matthew these are the comforting this was like i it's still to this day this is my i would say these are my favorite favorite verses Matthew 11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 28 through 30. Yeah. And they're still to this day mean so much to me. But I think also not only part of, I remember them jumping off the pages, um, but yes. they're, just, they're just beautiful. Uh, Matthew 11. <laughs> um, let the Lord speak for himself. Uh, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Uh, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I meet and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls my for my yoke is easy and my burden is light mm. and yeah, yeah so praise god big, yeah. <laughs> um 
And so, yeah, praise the Lord. He just was having scripture. And I hadn't read it before, but it was like as if it would meet, like no one else. It was just it, to me. Because it was. And it was in that That's time. Not, yeah. Like he was speaking to me. And he did, yeah, he, he, it's amazing. He has, he speaks to us as if we're the only ones. Like that's why it's a relationship. That's why it is a relationship. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I, um, yeah, it's oh just i mean he still does that for us today of course Mm -hmm. still and time every every day in some way he in multiple ways and and when we cannot have eyes to see he's speaking to us but it's just oh it's so neat but anyway so (laughs) from there yeah so what from there what where (laughs) sure what uh how did it progress or how did it so from there i was more just like okay sunday comes sunday for church well, I'm now, gonna, now you're excited now to go I'm to church to like, go, like, what does the minister have to say yeah it's not what just for the, the social aspect anymore right. it was for like okay i need to take this ser- i need to really be paying attention for sermons like <laughs> you didn't do notes or anything did you no i didn't i didn't have i didn't bring my um bible or anything like that yet or yeah, i don't know that i ever keep in mind for those maybe who don't know our our church the first episode lutheran church we didn't bring our bible to church i know it sounds very strange because that's common for a lot of churches but it's you you know when you you know when you you listen to a sermon or you you study or something naturally you you want to bring your bible but we just didn't do that now people did bring their bible to bible class yeah but for for whatever reason nobody ever did we didn't do it for yeah it wasn't something a sunday you know the sunday sermon or for church on sunday we just didn't do that Mm-hmm. And there was no Bibles in the pews or anything. It's just something that we didn't grow up doing. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we for didn't. whatever reason, I don't mm-hmm. know what it, that would be, but just yeah. so people are kind of sure, the helpful to understand where we're where mm-hmm. we're at. Um, but yeah, so I was just like excited, and like I remember afterwards hanging out with some of my fr- some of my friends, a smaller group, and the sermon got brought up, and I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> ready to talk about like, okay, let's dissect okay, this. They want to talk about this, and then you know, it got shut down, and so I was discouraged because I remember hearing, I was paying attention, and um, so you wanted to talk about it, but they didn't. Yeah, I just right away kind of just was wanting to learn though, you know, and and just spent a lot of time journaling. Still, I was journaling a lot, and and started to pray more, and and um started to i without even realizing i think naturally my vision was changing because the times like i'd mentioned i wasn't going out as much but when i did go out um after that you know that time when i was weeping oh and real quick i want to mention that now if somebody knows me today i'm very quick i'm a lot quicker to 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 cry shed tears um i'm emo- you know emotional and more if something yeah more it's more easy for me to shed tears, but prior to um, that time, I actually it was very difficult. I held my tears in. Um, mm. I was very until I had like a, a emotional breakdown. Yeah. Um, but I was very because I needed to be strong. I didn't <laughs> didn't want to you know was holding so much in. And so praise the Lord, that was one big change the Lord's made in me that I'm I'm very in a healthy way, quick to tears. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yes, yeah, so I was just wanting to learn. To, and so, like I said, mentioned um, mentioned that I was just wanting to read, be in the Bible more. And so, but when I did go out, it was so neat with my church friends, you know, smaller groups, conversations would come up about what we believed in our church. Conversations mm-hmm. about faith that usually never came up. They were starting to come up. And so, and I had ears that were wide open that I had never had before. Right. And I didn't really know what to say yet. I just was like, 
these are coming like this this is the lord she's telling me something Mm -hmm. and so while i'm learning about and and along this way i'm also because i'm reading the scriptures i'm starting to also at the same time naturally start to see wait a minute the stuff that i was god's telling me to pick up my cross god's calling me to deny myself god's you know Mm -hmm. i'm starting to also see the connection where new age is a no-no but i'm also seeing how the church i was born and raised in is 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 maybe not um starting to have questions yeah having a lot of questions major questions major questions so so and i don't and and that's when we would have a lot more conversations more church related uh, than Mm -hmm. when we would when i would come home um and so yeah it kind of just was like more questions and as i was reading the bible then more questions specific to what we believed in the church and then specific to new age and Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact timeline by any means, but I also, the Lord brought people into my life too at that time, you know, outside of you to um, people that had left, left the church we were born and raised in to encourage me and share like, I'd, I'm seeing these things too, or this is, you know, maybe they were out of the church and trying to encourage me. Um, yeah. Not just the church, so just pe- Christians. The Lord had one of my coworkers. I know that the Lord had used her as somebody that I, I could, you know, share, share with. And, and she was a Christian and, um, so there's just many different people the Lord was bringing into my life at that time that I needed to also help me. And so that led, I'm trying to think, <laughs> I know the Lord is is helping, praise his name, um, just as what, there's so much that can be shared, you know, to, to I, his I, glory. But where are we time-wise? I, I remember, wait. We're good, not even, don't need yeah, to worry about yeah, it. <laughs> we, that's okay. We got, I like to keep them around 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. We're at 30 minutes now. So yeah, we're, it's okay. Um, but I remember, yeah, during that time when we would talk, we would have good, just questions that, because being in the in the Finnish American household that we, like, I actually made a Facebook post about this. Oh, yeah. I felt led to, like, I felt led to type it up and post it on Facebook. Uh, this was a few days ago. Um, how in the Finnish American household, in our culture, and our even our church congregation, in our just our culture in general, as Finnish as Finlanders, mm-hmm. we have this stoic uh, way of being where we hold things in and we shove things down and we put it under the rug yeah. and we expect things to get better right. and and but we never address it. We we know that things are wrong deep down inside, mm-hmm. but we avoid it we find some way to avoid it whether Mm -hmm. it's distracting yourself whether it's being busy Mm -hmm. whether it's doing certain things and so when we were the reason why i bring that up is because when we were talking these were things finally we're starting to talk to the surface there yeah there's things finally starting and i've never talked about the things of the heart before the the deep questions of life no why do i have depression why are things like this you Mm -hmm. know around me going on like Mm-hmm. questions about the church even the bible like what do we believe what don't we believe right and so when when we were talking about that it was like refreshing and like uh god Very used healing. that in, yeah healing too and god used that in a big way and we could also relate too because we were in the same family yeah we had certain traumas and certain issues because we did you know we were part of the same family immediate family yeah and so in that way too god used that in a big way because mm-hmm. uh yeah, that's just what I made me think of. Like when we got mm-hmm. to talk, it not only helped you, like God was, you you know, working in your heart, but it was working in my heart and we got to talk together. Yeah. And oftentimes God will bring someone, even if they're only in your life for a little bit, God right. still uses people. Right. And thankfully we are still in each other's lives. Yeah. 
so, which we're very <laughs> thankful for that. Very thankful. Yeah. Um, but sometimes only God uses certain people to be in your life for a certain amount of time. But that's just what made me think of was yeah, exactly. we had those deep conversations. I remember being in the sauna, getting done with the sauna uh -huh. and you calling. Oh, and yeah. we were talking about the Bible and you were asking questions and you just talking about certain things and seeing like asking like you were asking like, how are you doing? Not just, hey, how are you doing today? Like, <laughs> right. oh, good. No, it right. was like, how are right. you actually doing? Right. Like digging yeah. not the shallow how are you doing oh good no yeah. how are you actually doing right and so right. we would got to talk about that but that's what i remember yeah and it's something that's an area i mean i still the lord has helped me tremendously but like being because we you can get stuck in that like nothing's you know in that almost murmuring and it can go to too far where it becomes like you know you don't see any blessings in it because you're seeing all the things right. that you've struggled with or been through or the hurts that or people have done to her or whatever it may be. But yeah, it's something that I definitely, and God's helped me by his grace. He's, he's helped me so much to just be more open and, and honest while also, uh, and real, I guess I should say, well, at the same time, you can still be, you can still be positive and thankful, even if you're like, you know, this thing's going on and, right, right. Um, and you know, it takes discernment and, and the Lord is helping. But I think the reality of realizing that I, even in those times that I wasn't doing good, I, nobody would have ever known maybe my family but yeah. that was a facade that gets put on and it's exhausting right. i mean not that again like there might be times where i'm struggling i'm not necessarily wanting to let everybody know because praise god now i have the lord to go to like he's mm -hmm. when i'm struggling that's who i go to but i also now know that i have people in my life you and brothers and sisters in christ that i can go to and i can let them know that hey I yeah. need your prayers. I'm, str right. I'm struggling with this right. or, mm -hmm. you know, James um, says, confess your faults. One just is coming to my mind. Or if there's a, yeah. a something that you need to overcome or some, whatever, like the Lord right. has put people in our life, um, that we can trust that we can know that they're going to, they're going to pray in love. They're going to pray for us because ultimately it's only the Lord that can, that can ultimately help us. But he puts people in our life as well to help us in those areas we struggle with. And so before even my I, I love, I'm so thankful for the good friends that I had. And ha I mean, they're still so special to me, even if they're not in my life the same way as they were. I never let them in. I felt so bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't let them in fully because I was so... Bar barricaded in so almost. Now I'd be so much more open, but then I was just so... I let them in more than anybody else in my life. Mm -hmm. They So they're definitely my... That's why they're my best friends. But before becoming before being born again i was i was so close i was so mm -hmm. hardened because of it was what i knew it was comfortable it's my yeah. defense system just internalized keeping in hannah on her own strength got it rather than being right. weak ultimately and letting the lord so he can be strong so in he you. can be strong in me you mm -hmm. know because we are weak but right. he were strong through him yeah and you know on our mm -hmm. own we're weak but and so right. now yeah, it's something that though I have to be watchful of naturally yeah. because of how long I was used to holding it in. I, God has, by His grace, just so freeing. There's so much freedom. I don't have to um, hold on to anything anymore. Now it's like, now nah, my burdens are cast on Him. And if I try yeah. to, by God's grace, it, it's apparent very quick. So what was the next? So you last you cried like <laughs> you cried <laughs> you cried the end <laughs> the end okay everything's no but uh 
so like what happened after that so, so like, we you know we got to talk back and forth you were going to the bible you were journaling you were yeah had questions about the church oh yeah the last thing we we're talking about was questions regarding church and faith in general come up in your friend circle yeah. from church and then you know like moving on what happened after that like how did your faith grow how was god moving in your life and like when would you say you were born again after god was working in your heart yeah um it, like how, you know how did that look sure do you remember any specific <laughs> scenario? times or yeah. scenarios you don't i, think, have, I mean you, no you don't there's a lot of it that detailed, blends but... no a lot of it blends together it was all yeah. it happened at the same time very fast but it was very oh it was very exciting um but also very grief i think a lot of i had a lot of grief because i was I was getting really excited to talk about what I was learning <laughs> and what? people didn't yeah. want to hear it. Mm. And so that was heartbreaking to me because I was just like, why <laughs> would up. you want to hear this? Right. Like, this is amazing. Like here I had this anxiety and this depression and now I don't anymore. And I wanted to, and so freeing, like, why would you not so want to freeing. talk about that? Yeah, exactly. And, and I remember there was a big, I think at some, I was in Minnesota. I do believe when the Lord, I was born again though I don't know for sure and not that I need to know um was when I had struggled with a lot of anxiety after being after the new age and mm. it's a lot of I was not usually I was a very I was a very social person so having anxiety was not something I was used to and so I can you know now relate to people that do struggle with a lot of anxiety to a to a point to a certain point I know everybody's is different um but I was struggling with just a lot of anxiety after the new age and my, some of my friends knew that, but I, I just was, I like couldn't wait. I would cry myself to sleep so often because I just was like, mm. so overthinking everything, you know, just like couldn't, couldn't relax. And after, you know, my, um, reading the scriptures and started to come to know the Lord and, um, you know, that repenting of my sins that I had understood of at that time, um, and asking for his, you know, his forgiveness. And I remember I went to one of my friends, last friend's weddings, one, not the last one, but, flew down state and this was at the time where I was just filled with peace like I had never had before in my life and wow. somebody commented a few of my friends commented or people commented they said Hannah something's different about you oh wow. and at that wedding they I could see that change they could see that and I remember that I felt just because it also was a wedding and you know so there's a lot of Stress extra and, stresses yeah. for myself though I might not have showed it um whether it was you know just so many different dynamics, so many different emotions that were involved. And, um, I had so much peace. I just was so mm -hmm. relaxed mm -hmm. and they commented on that. And so I remember, and I remember wanting to like go share the gospel with somebody at the airport, but I was like, what do I do? How do I do this? You probably never done that. Never even thought to even to go and talk to somebody about Jesus. Is that like, maybe, isn't that amazing people? God wants to touch people already when he's working in someone's heart. He's already yeah. trying to reach other people. There was a, cause so I flew with some of, some of the guys that were at the same time going to the wedding. So I it's like a, what, one hour flight? Yeah, super quick flight. Yeah. And we were all, because we were going to the downstate for the weekend from Minnesota, we were all on the same flight. Though we didn't book purposely together, we were, you know, people from our church were on the same flight. And there was one that I kind of, because I was the only girl by myself, just out of comfort and protection, you know, knowing those guys, I right. went and sat by them. And I was like, I don't Okay, so there's, you know, like tried in this middle, but there was this gentleman that was standing out that I wanted to go and talk to. I ended up getting to talk to him, but not, 
I think he ended up maybe thinking I was like I liked him and not. Oh, like getting his number, <laughs> like you wanted to get his number or something. But really, I just wanted to share like Jesus with him in some way. Yeah. And so, anyways, it maybe was, it was just your kindness. Maybe you never know. Maybe, but Hopefully. thankfully, I didn't. Thankfully, didn't get a number. <laughs> you think you know? We've never. I've never seen him again. But I should pray I've for him. I've never heard of that story before. <laughs> really? This is the first time I've ever heard of that. But yeah, I wanted. I was like, he was sticking out to me. And so I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to, and I had no idea. And that's okay. I had no, no idea yeah. what to do. And um, I was just trying to, I was a chick, a newborn oh. chicken with, with, uh, which that's is again, okay. it was a beautiful thing. That's it was, okay. uh, it was some oh, of my favorite memories. <laughs> I don't know why I just want to laugh about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, it was that, it was that weekend trip that I took that I remember that I had first time that anxiety and depression of being around a group of people. Cause yeah. at that point, but whoop, excuse me at that time before when I was reading the Bible, I was kind of getting to be born by myself and I was being comfortable with that. Right. And so this was like after the time of not like I wasn't around people. I had still five roommates in my work and I love people. Um, but at that time I'd been more, a little more secluded because I'd been spending more time in prayer and study or reading the Bible, not necessarily study, but reading the Bible and those kind of things. Yeah. And so then going to a big <clears throat> wedding weekend like that, which would have been my most anxious times, it was a big test. And, and I was like, wow, things wow. are, things are, um, definitely, That's amazing. definitely different. And, and, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say is like, um, and then you, so you, you came to the conclusion of okay oh yeah you had big questions about the church after big that. questions at the church and i think that was probably and then like oh sorry no yeah so like big questions like for example like what were some of the questions and then how oh, did sure. how did you follow through with that like you sure. know what i'm saying like yeah sure um so we don't have too much time yet but that's no, okay that's okay we, well Lord willing, I'm like I thought. What well, I thought we were going to talk about, we didn't get to talk about. So maybe we'll get to. Hey, we can do another. If, <laughs> if people Lord's request it, if you say, if you leave a comment, make what another if they one. Don't? We'll, we'll still, still make, make another one. <laughs> we don't need people to. No, no, just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, we can make. I mean, we can make another one too. It doesn't have to be no, 45 no. minutes, but it's just nice. No, it's, not, it's not such so a long. giant. You yeah, know. they only. Yeah, totally. And, um, and plus, you can only process so much sometimes. Yeah, but I'm but somebody no, that likes going. the shorter ones yeah, myself. Not going. because yeah, I don't like the yeah, information, but just and then you look forward yeah. to the so next one. So it's not one. a movie. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But go exactly. For it. Um, but so so it was certainly actually it was right before that friend's wedding that two of my I felt I had written up a testimony at that time. Oh, I remember that. And so at this yeah. time I had seen, there was a popular book. Oh, I always forget the name, but there was a popular book going around, not just our church, but in the world. Um, it was like, Girl, Wash Your Face or something. It was called mm. something like that, but it was a very much like self, very like a motivational up, book? Yeah, kind of motivational and, and really uplifting, self-help. Okay. Um, And just, yeah, kind of the new age category can cover the self-help along with the demon like the more openly demonic things like tarot cards and mm -hmm. you know ouija boards and um those kind of things but also in that same new age spectrum is also like you you know af positive affirmations where you're supposed to look in the mirror and say i'm worthy i am good enough like there's also yeah. that side where it's uplifting of self as if there's something in ourself that we should be esteeming when right no actually there's nothing in ourselves that we can esteem our worth is is in christ that we're made in him his image and so 
that was a big thing that I was starting to see. That was kind of the, the especially the new age avenue I was starting to see that because I myself was also on, you know, in the Pinterest also, there was a lot of like five things, you know, those classic five things you can do to, whether it's lose weight or five things Better you can health, do to yeah. do this or do this and do this. And in a, not in a positive, it was in the new age category, not in like five things you can do, which would be like drink more water, exercise more, like get in the sun. Yeah. Like those are great things. But it was in the sense of things you can do as yourself, like um, mm-hmm. in a, in an unbiblical way. I know that's not being very descriptive, but that's a whole conversation that could be, yeah, that we, could be had. But, yeah, um, different. But in that testimony, I just had shared about like I was seeking healing in this and this and this and came to find out that it was Christ I had been missing. Like he was Mm -hmm. the one that I needed healing of the heart. And naturally, a lot of my physical symptoms that I'd been struggling with got a lot better once um, the Lord, those burdens of the heart were lifted. And I I was feeling that already. Mm -hmm. And so it was a testimony talking about a little bit about that new, the new age that I was seeing in the church. Um, And so I had gotten the courage to share with two of my friends. Um, giving it to them and bless their heart. They were so kind to read it. Um, and they called me, you know, out of concern. They were out of love and they were just so worried. Worried that you might leave the church. Worried I might leave the church. And that's a common thing because you're, right. so many people are taught if you leave the church, then you've also lost your faith, me- meaning you've also lost heaven. Lost heaven. Yeah. And, um, and so I, again, I praise the Lord for my, the, my friends that the Lord blessed me with how kind they were. And I knew it was only from love that they were worried because right. that's all they knew. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember they called me actually, they were together and they called me and <laughs> in my emotional state and, and being so new, I was, I didn't know how to respond. I don't remember what I said. I was like you just knew emotional right. and I was just like, yeah. but I just want to serve God. Like very, I right. didn't, I couldn't understand why I had, a, I struggled to understand at that time why they didn't want what I wanted. Like, I don't, I don't know if you'd put it in that way, but yeah, I was struggling I to understand because I was wanting to tell my family members and I'd be told to called self-righteous and I'd be called, right. you know, I was, as soon as I wanted to talk about what God was doing in my life, I was most of the time shut down. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it's, it's nothing against the people. It's, it's the fact that it was foreign to them. It was, it was, but for it's me, I did, it's a when fearful you, when thing. It's, it's an unknown thing. It's very fearful. Very naturally. fearful. Yeah. Right. And, and especially um, so many people are told, well, if they leave the church, you know, it's not usually to follow the Lord. It's usually to go you know, into the world, go into the world. And, and that yeah. can be the case oftentimes, but, but so all the, my loved ones are friends in the church and with, and maybe even outside. Well, actually mainly it was in the church family and friends that, um, I didn't understand. I just, at that point in my walk, I didn't understand. It was very grievous to me because I just was yeah. like, I could, I was starting to, okay. So yeah, that was kind of the final. And that was before her wedding, went to the wedding week. And I was still still in the church and still um, seeing things, still learning and growing. And yeah. then at some point, I think our brother got confirmed. Yeah, And I was really convicted about, uh, this is what I'll share quick, yeah. convicted about a few things. First of all, baby baptism. Um, you know, I, I knew that I was seeing what the Bible said about mm-hmm. it and our church did baby baptism. But there's one that was really, really big. And that was the, the blessing, as it was called. Um, in the first apostolic or the forgiveness of sins, as it was mm-hmm. called. Um, and this is something that is kind in of, many apostolic churches, yeah. not just ours, many apostolic churches. Combined with the office of the keys. Uh, combined it's with kind the of the same of the thing, but yet different. Yeah. Exactly. And it's summed up for somebody that might not know. It's it's another twist of absolution from the Catholic church. Um, but instead of going to a priest, it's within 
the, the belief is, and it depends on the apostolic church that you're in, but in our church, it's that anybody within the first apostolic church, we can receive our sins forgiven. So through like, the, can, yeah, through the power of the church, like, so what the office of the keys, yeah, like you're saying, what the office of the keys is, is like when they believe like the first apostolic Lutheran church, also the Catholic church believes that when uh, Jesus said, you know, whatsoever sins ye bind, whatsoever sins ye remit, you know, bind and loose, that applies to not, it didn't, uh, you know, they believe it applies to the church and Jesus gave that, gave that the office of those keys to bind and loose to the church and therefore the church has the authority to bind and loose sins within the congregation. Now, mm-hmm. however, um, that's true, but it has to do with church discipline. Right. There's right. three steps to church discipline where the church that we were born and raised in, it was it was like absolution where you're you're actually going to another person, you're asking to you're, you know, going to them and say, Can you bless me? And they'll say, Believe all sins forgiven in Jesus' name and precious blood. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a different it's like a twist on binding and loosening. Right. Binding and right. loosening. Another version of it, right. And so yeah, and it's not how you know it Bible says that we should be church discipline is that's what binding and loosing is for. Right, right. That's how it's and that it not, plays out right. different. Right, amen. And that man is not the mediator. Right. He's not the one that intercedes mm-hmm. for us. Right. As we know. And I remember these verses sticking out, especially then, as in like in first Timothy, where it says that there's one mediator between yes. God and man. The man Jesus Christ. Is, I'm probably yeah. not saying am I paraphrasing a little bit. Yeah, probably there's yeah. one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Yeah. Christ Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And so and that's first Timothy two, verse five. Um, and I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but, but again, but yeah, it, it was those right simple. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was those, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Yep. Okay. Two First five. Timothy two, five, for there's one God and one mediator between God and man or God and men, the man, Jesus Christ. Um, and it was that I was really getting convicted on because I'm like, wait a minute. If just wait a minute I'm just in general you know and I, I didn't yeah. fully understand all the details but I was seeing what the scripture was saying it was going contrary to what I'd been taught um you and know so, whether yeah and so that was one of the big doctrines and so that you knew that you knew that you had to leave then you knew that yeah. okay there's too much there's too much like it's stirring like it's too like I can't like I need sit to be here. spiritually fed yeah I can't sit here and agree with something that's not in the Bible right exactly and so you knew that you had to eventually leave right Do you and know exactly when you left yeah I I actually remember so I had decided that it was time for me to go back home at one point mm-hmm. as and once I had been kind of getting a little bit more established in 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 the in the Bible a little bit more still such a babe and still am but um I was like, okay, I think it's time. I need to go home. I mm. need to, you know, tie, tie loose ends. I guess reconcile in the, in with the people that I I felt like I needed to, um, and just go back home. And God's timing was perfect in that. But before there was still time. I was still, though I knew I was making that decision and praying yeah. and asking God that that was the right decision. Um, I was still in Minnesota. And there had been a time where I just I didn't tell anybody, but I just stopped going to church. Mm. And, but I started going to other, I started praying and just driving around Sunday looking, mornings, yeah. looking if there's any church I should just step in. Um, mm. There's one church that was empty. It wasn't during a Sunday, but I just went in it just to, but it was open because it was a bigger church. It was more on a mega site, not mega church, but they had like 
people that could go you could go there anytime certain people could go there at any time mm-hmm. and i was like, was like this open. just yeah but i was a lot of it was based on feeling <laughs> sorry <laughs> that was really loud That's okay. but um a lot of it was at the time in my newest was like feeling like what about this church i tried right. this church and not really letting it be based on mm. what the word of god said and, and i never did end up attending any in minnesota i just simply didn't tell anybody but i just stopped attending okay um so my friends would be getting in minnesota we did morning church up here we had evening or morning but um i just wouldn't get ready for church and just didn't say anything um to my friends Uh, i kind of wish i did now but at the time i didn't you know i wasn't in the place to really i didn't really explain to my roommates actually anything that was going on Mm. though hopefully they saw good changes (laughs) um but yeah i wasn't uh yeah i didn't and yeah i started and then you um just wrapping it up here and then you oh sure then you got baptized then you got baptized yeah so i'll I'll fast forward so then i did end up moving home and when i got home though i was a little nervous austin had by you know praise the lord there had been a group of of guys and girls that would gather um that austin ben you know had gotten some friends because austin you weren't I don't, were you not, you weren't attending the church anymore either, as far as I knew at that time. Mm, I don't believe so. No. And so at that time I was coming back and I, I wasn't necessarily thinking much about, okay, I need to attend another church. It was more just like, okay, now what do I do? Okay. I'm going back home. Mm-hmm. And I started to meet, you know, via Austin, I got to meet other Christians, some yeah. other Christians. And that was such a beautiful time in my life because it, I started to get to share not only about some of the things maybe I'd struggled with, but also start sharing about like so openly what God was doing in my life mm. and pray with them and talk about the Lord, what the Lord was doing in their life. And it was so encouraging to me because I was so foreign to being, and it was so freeing because I'd been recently getting rejected so much, not in a harsh way, not in open persecution, just people didn't want to listen to, yeah. they weren't excited with me and, and weren't on the same, you know. Friends weren't. They things just, were just changing my yeah. life was changing my desires were changing they had changed i was i was desiring new things for my life different than i had ever had and i loved the people in my life but just naturally naturally we were just parting ways um because yeah. as it says in second corinthians at that point second corinthians five seventeen, i did feel like i was a new creature mm. and um so yeah, that getting just to just to kind of get my toes wet in in the Christian world at that time, yeah. and I wasn't attending a church. Um, and it was a few, I believe, a few months later, I, that I started. I attended this small church, and and it was really nice. And then I attended this other church, and I ended up attending um, a Baptist church for a little while. Once I did decide to attend a church at that time, um, but. It was then, I think it was September 1st, actually, 2019, that I got baptized. September 1st. Mm -hmm. And so, praise the Lord. I got baptized on the same day. Yeah, the same day. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I I didn't know it was September 1st, though. Yeah, That's a good memory. I happen to remember because... I I knew it was 2019. Yeah. In Lake Superior, too. In Lake Superior, too. Well, Portage Lake. Uh, I mean, technically Lake Superior, but it was... I I think it was... uh, it might have been Portage. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. But, but anyway. But yeah, so praise the Lord. It started, I mean, then the story even gets, the Lord was was working in my heart then and continuing. He still is. He's by his grace. He's still sanctifying. But that work that yeah. he started, it started then. Though I've, you know. And he will complete it. He will complete it. Praise his name. And yes. I can't I can't wait for his return. But um, 
praise the Lord for the sanctifying yeah. process and, and the experience and the, and the things that I've gotten to learn since then. Um, and Lord willing, hopefully, if the Lord so wills for another episode, I'll get to share about oh, how well, I came to definitely. learn the Sabbath truth and yeah. um, left the churches that I was attending and, um, and where I am today. Yeah. Um, and the new age, then the new age got a lot clearer after I started to, yeah. started to get more in the scriptures that went, that's when real quick, I will share this because sure. I do, this is a part I do believe we should, should are going to talk about in a Lord willing in the upcoming <laughs> episode is it was the next when 10 more, <laughs> 15 more episodes. 20. I could talk, we could talk about this for so long because God's so good and how he, he works in each of our lives. I do have a verse too that I want to share, but go for it. Praise God. Um, but it was one once i started to learn more and more of the scripture truth of what the bible truth was like the state of the dead um satan's ability i mean that satan even existed it wasn't just evil right that satan he was a a being a personal being exactly and how he could manipulate and give false signs and when i started to learn via the scriptures and through my own life experiences that's when the new age more and more clarity and even now today the more i learn more and more clarity spirituality um, spiritualism yeah along with i mean since the garden of eden hellfire i mean so many different things the, yeah. the lie of natural <laughs> immortality right just so many things just help me further mm-hmm. understand the deception that i was in in the new age but also just as a whole the new age and so um praise praise the lord and so that'd be something that would be that would be really neat that's yeah. Lord so wills to continue talking about but. <laughs> yes well one thank you for sharing oh praise thank the Lord, you for joining pleasure. me again it's nice to have you on here thanks for having me um it's yes yeah, fun to have a sister but it's fun to have someone you know but it's nice that you're my sister too that is <laughs> thankful for sister that sister in Christ and blood sister yeah mm-hmm. not many people not many people can say that so I'm thankful um, but yeah, we can definitely do another. I'm not opposed to doing another video, not at <laughs> not all. But this was, myself. <laughs> but this to... was the uh, testimonies are so powerful. Even if it's, you don't have to be a theologian to share what God has done in your life. No, no. Like it doesn't matter where you come from, where you've been, where you're going. Like God can use. He, there's no way to measure how like God can use your testimony in a powerful way when it's talking about the new age, when it's, if yeah. it's somebody watching or listening, like you don't have to be a theologian. Like, yes, God does call us to grow in grace and in knowledge as, as the book of Peter says, but day by day, as we grow that relationship with him, he right. blesses us with, whether it's, you know, more understanding when we study or right. more help to over, you know, more, uh, he gives us more patience, you right. know, or whatever it may be. But, this was encouraging to me last week. I just want to end with this. It's in relate. You said the desires, you mentioned something about desires. Your desires were changing. And this fits in with your testimony, but it fits in with what I've been thinking about recently as well. So just mm-hmm. to end this off right here, this is what Psalm is in the book of Psalms, chapter 37. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily sh- thou shalt be fed. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So I love that. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord, Mm -hmm. and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. God puts those desires in our heart. 
if when we delight in him and so i love that i've been thinking about that verse a lot yeah praise but, the so Lord. i just wanted to share that to encourage hopefully someone because it <laughs> it made me think about a lot of things and just god gives us the desires that yeah. he wants for us but we Amen. we want to do the things that he wants right right it's a right. beautiful thing <laughs> any ending words that you have before we end this episode <laughs> um yeah i just i praise the lord for um thank you for letting me on and the opportunity yeah, to get to share what christ has us. done yes for me uh he's the one that deserves all glory and praise and mm-hmm. um yeah, the desires, they really do change. I mean, they at the time, especially, they feel, they're dram- they feel drastic because it's on, you're seeing things for the first time with, a, with new eyes, even though they're, they're dark, they're sh- with shades, still dark shades, or what does it say in First Corinthians? Glass, first Corinthians, yeah, we see through a glass darkly or 13. dimly, yeah. Yeah, and I did want to just add, I didn't think I was going to say this, but it, but it came to my mind real quick how you said, um, no matter where we're at, we don't necessarily need to be theologians. Is like, I'm not a smooth speaker, but, but God still it's so neat that I might not have the scriptures or anybody, we might not fully have all the scriptures to share, but we can share what Christ has done for us. That's a great Mm. place to start. We can share even the simple fact that maybe he took away anxiety or took away depression or maybe whatever small Satan might Mm. make it seem, Satan might want to make it seem like it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. Anything Mm. that the Lord has done for us and any time that we can share what he's done, it's, it's a huge seed. Um, And so, you don't yeah. have to be a good speaker. I'm a very, I'm not a smooth speaker, but yet Moses God can was be gl- a stutterer. <laughs> um, God can be glorified even if we don't feel like we're con- we're we're capable. That's right. the beautiful thing is it doesn't have to be perfectly said. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to know exactly what spot in the scriptures. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Do you know? Aspire to do that by His mm-hmm. grace, but the Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance if needed. But just it's so Absolutely. neat that it's. It doesn't have to be done perfectly, but rather, yeah. and in that, God is is glorified all the more. Because again, we're so weak, but He is, He is so strong. Yes, we can do all things through Him. Mm-hmm. But with that, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will see you. Yeah, we'll probably continue this conversation, hopefully, but Lord will. <laughs> hopefully, we will see you in the next episode. And thanks for watching. God bless everyone. Yeah, God bless you all. <laughs>